right here are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are happy to have you. If you liked episodes before this and you want to know how you can make this happen for yourself, please do check out our website, which is degreefreenetwork.com. We have a guide on there that will help you get a job without a college degree. We're very proud of it and uh, we do get good reviews and that it's really helpful. So please check that out if you're wondering what to do from here. And then, uh, like I said, we're glad to have you and please like and subscribe so that you do not miss an episode because we don't want that to happen. All right. So let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about how to teach yourself valuable skills. This is a good supplement to the last episode that we did, which is how to pick valuable skills. So if you're not even sure where to start about the skills to pick when trying to tool yourself in order to get a job, go back and listen to that episode. We pretty much go over it all um, from dissecting the job description to picking what it is um, and where to focus your time. But after you've done that, the next biggest question, well, actually, this is the biggest question is like, how do I teach ourselves the valuable skills? But then people, we always have to backtrack first. We were like, well, first you have to identify them. So that's what the last episode was. And then this one is going to be um, how to teach yourself the valuable skills, kind of answering the question that we get the most often about skills, right? There is a lot to unpack here. This might be uh, a, an episode that's a little bit on the shorter side, and some of it is not really going to be surprising information. But I do find that a lot of people, once they've come to the conclusion, they go, okay, all right, so I need to, I need to learn something new. And then they get over the fear of that, of that reality. And then once they figure out what they're going to do, then they're stuck again. Uh, because they don't know how to learn independently, which is something that hadn't really occurred to me because I've had to be an independent learner since I dropped out of college. So um, what I'd like to do is kind of go over some things that I tell people, because usually the questions I get are one, the first one is usually, oh, how do I do this? And then I say, oh, we'll get a, you know, like pick a skill or pick a certification or pick a license and then learn that. And they say, well, how do I do that? Right. Um, and the reason they do that is because they they don't know where to begin in the lineup. Like, so if someone said to you right now, "I need you to learn," uh, I need you to learn algebra, and you didn't know it, what would you do? Ah, uh, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I, I, I don't know. That's such a vague thing, right? Like, learn algebra. I, I don't know. I'd probably start at Google, right? I'd probably start at Google. Uh, how to algebra? Yeah. And that, as dumb as it sounds, as dumb as it sounds, that is the correct answer. So one one thing that people, I really want people to take away, and and they get, I think some people get irritated with this answer, but a lot of the times they say, Google it, because you're gonna find that you need to start being able to find the answers to your own questions, because your questions are gonna be so specific to you, 
right? Because everybody's going to have a different um, approach to what they're trying to learn. I realize that sounds like a non-answer, but it does matter because you need to be able to learn how to use Google as a tool to return the information that you're looking for. Uh, So learning how to crowdsource information from Reddit and Quora to kind of give yourself direction and tips, um, but then also figuring out what type of learning style works best for you. Um, So now video is big, which makes sense because it's audio and um, it's visual, right? So I think to kind of make this coherent, I think it all needs to be like, to kind of rein it back in is like, Learning online is what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? Like, we're... If you had to learn something and you could only use a computer, how would you do it? Right. Because, so these valuable skills, mostly what we're talking about in this episode is going to be computer skills. We're not really talking about harder, uh, harder skills, like how to build a house. You know, the best way to build a house is, you know, yes, absolutely, there's going to be an online component if you... If you don't have somebody to tutor you, if you don't have if you don't have somebody to take you under their wing, so there's definitely going to be an online component, and you're going to have to look it up. But then the best way to build a house is just go and build it, right? I mean, or and you know maybe it stands up and maybe it doesn't. Uh, but what we're talking about is mainly skills that can be learned on a computer. But it doesn't necessarily have to be tech, right? It can be. Real Every, estate licensure or home inspection or insurance adjusting. Well, not only that, but like, but it, it like, it can be like copywriting. It, it could be graphic design. It can be, yeah, and then it, it could be, it could be, uh, licensure, uh, like content management systems. Uh, it could be Excel, uh, anything, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jira, Tableau, uh, R. you name it. Right. So this episode is mostly focused on what you can learn on a computer, what you can learn online. How do you use the internet to teach yourself things? Exactly. And what you were saying to back up to what you were saying before about the Googling is that the thing about this whole thing, just back up even more, is this is all very rudimentary, what you were saying. There's like people are like, really, this is it? Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This is it. It's this, it's this simple. Right. And we say it all the time. It's simple, but it's not easy. Um, the meta skill that you have to learn in order to learn all this online is how to find the answer. Right. And in order to find the answer, you're gonna you're gonna need to learn how to you're gonna need to know how to do two things, which is learn how to use search engines. So that's not just Google. Right. That's anything. It's um, you can use you can use Yahoo, you can use Bing, and you can use DuckDuckGo. Um, they're all generally speaking, they're gonna uh, give you very similar results, but not always. Right. So if you can't find something on Google, try DuckDuck. Cross, try DuckDuckGo. Mm-hmm. Right. If you can't if you can't find it on DuckDuckGo, try Yahoo. Right. Some things like that. Um, so you're going to have to, people would be surprised too how often if I don't get the result that I'm looking for from Google or I don't get the context I'm looking for, I search the question again with the word Reddit on the end of it because I can get, but people don't realize like I'm not an active Reddit user and that I don't post on Reddit. I just use it to give, to point me in the right direction and not because Reddit is the source of all truth, but rather because Reddit is crowdsourced information. And so sometimes people will post things on there that and all you need to be able to do is read and and say oh i you know how can i 
how can I find um, how can I find the answer to X question? And you may find somebody that said, oh, it's this. And then someone will say, no, actually, it's this. And here's the link. And that'll help you answer the question that you're looking to answer. And so you need to be able to know where to look if you can't find the answer. Right. And that's going to be my that was going to be my second point, which my second point was going to be um, knowing how to find the answer or knowing the question that you have to ask in order to get the answer. So on the, on the, on the job description is if you listen to the the last episode, we're going to tell you to go to the job description, find the skill that you need. And let's say a real estate licensure. And you're like, okay, well there's, I'm going to Google real estate licensure, but there's five different types of real estate licensure. I'm not sure what I, I'm not sure what I need. Do I need just the general or do I need this one or do I need that one? Right. There's a property manager certificate. There's a, uh, you know, there's a buying broker, right. Whatever, you know, uh, um, yeah, you name it. Right. I mean, it could be, you could be like a escrow person in, in real estate, right. You can, you can work in escrow, you can work in a mortgage writing, mortgage underwriting, anything. And then, so you have to be able to be able to whittle down from there and you have to be able to ask the questions to the almighty search engines to get the answer to get the answer that you need yep. of what you're looking for. So those are the meta skills that you're going to have to hone in before you do any, before you even start learning the stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to do those two things before you start learning the actual skill. So meta, very meta. This, it, and again, it sounds ridiculous, but to the point where I'm going to say it because I think some people need to hear it. But let's say, let's continue on with your real estate or your real estate license example. If you were looking for how to get a real estate license in Scott County, wherever you live, let's say you live in Scott County, you would search real estate license requirements, Scott County, and then see what comes up. If that does not give you the information that you need, you would add Reddit to the end of that sentence and then search it again and see what comes back. If it doesn't bring back your specific county, then back it up to state and see what happens. It's Again, it's trying to narrow down and just get the information that you need in order to point you in the right direction so you can do what you need to do. So now you're able to find all this information. And so, and if that doesn't work, you could always go to a place like Reddit or some other forum or join Facebook groups. Um, go onto Twitter um, and, and you can tweet at people. You can post in Facebook groups. You can post in Reddit and be like, look, Ask. how do I how do I become a realtor in whatever county? How do I become uh, whatever in whatever place? And then people, people more than likely, they're willing to help you, you know, more than likely. And they'll at least point you in the right direction. Okay, so now once you're pointing in the right direction, how do we learn it? Now we're learning things online. All right. So this is, uh, and we, Ryan and I say this a lot, but YouTube University, baby, you can learn pretty much anything on YouTube. YouTube can teach you to be a mechanic. YouTube can teach you to be an accountant. YouTube can teach you to be a software developer. YouTube can teach you to be anything that you want under the sun. Yep. Anything. Pretty much. I use YouTube daily um, to figure out how to do things. I think, I still think Reddit has far and away been the most valuable resource that we've used, but YouTube is a close second. Depends on what you're doing. I, I think it, I think it depends. I think it depends on what you're doing. Mm. I think in what would you say Reddit is is better for? I think uh, Reddit is better for high level, high level things. Context. Yeah. Um, whereas, like I've learned, you know, I've learned a lot from both, right? Um, and I never would have learned how to do um, any of 
all this, right? Like, I don't know. I, we don't have a team of, of anybody, you know what I mean? Like, well, we do. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, but, but the people behind this podcast, like the, there's nobody behind these cameras, you know, yeah. you know like, um, and so I learned all of that from Reddit. Um, at least the things that I needed to, to know, I learned the things that I needed to know from Reddit. And then I went to YouTube to find more granular information. Right. So, and then I think about, I think about like something, if you're thinking about, uh, let's say you're thinking about starting an e-commerce store, right? And so you're going to go to subreddit e-commerce or subreddit Shopify or subreddit WooCommerce, whatever. What's the subreddit, Ryan? Right. Well, it's just a forum. It's a forum on Reddit. And so, um, you go into these, you go into these things and they're going to tell you everything that you need in order to set it up. You know, for WooCommerce, they're gonna they're gonna tell you that you need uh, shared hosting, at least, right? You're gonna need a domain. You're gonna need a dom- domain that you have to buy. You're gonna have to install WordPress, install WooCommerce. Um, you know, whatever security plugins, whatever optimization plugins, so on and so forth, so on and so forth. They're gonna list it all down for you, but then th- there's only so much that can be said in written word, right? There's only so much that can be said in written word. If you if you're starting from scratch, which is what I did. Right with pretty much everything that I know, but almost everything that I've learned um, that is of use, um, I, I've had to use YouTube University. The the combination between Reddit and hours of blog post reading, and then going to YouTube and figuring it out. So after you do that, you're like, okay, well, how do I get shared hosting? You can you could you you could uh, go to YouTube and you can search it right there. And there's going to be a, a host of different people um, selling you and recommending uh, which shared hosting is the best and then how to set it up. And I think that's actually is, that brings up a good point, which is uh, price of those things. All right. So let me let me explain something really quick, because uh, I see this a lot on I see this a lot on TikTok where people are like, oh, you know, there's just so many courses and everybody's selling a thing. I'm like, that's because things are becoming more highly specialized. Truthfully, the more niche things get, the more people uh, come up with different courses to teach really, really specific goals. So um, there's. It's hard to pick a bad course if you pick specifically enough. So if you're if you're picking, um, you, you really just need to constrain yourself by price. Like don't spend more than you can afford on a course, right? So if you can only afford to spend 60 bucks on a course, don't spend more than 60 bucks. Look within that price range. I think where a lot of people get into trouble is where they get upsold into a $500 course when they only have 60 bucks to spend. So for you, buying a $500 course, if you only have 60 bucks to spend is a bad idea because that's a lot of money. Um, And if you don't have it, that's not super wise. So I think that, that that's a good point uh, to bring up because a lot of people are overwhelmed. Like, oh, well, I saw this course, but it's 1200 bucks, And they feel like that's their only option for some reason. I'm like, well, if you can't afford that, then don't don't buy it. Yeah. And that, so that's kind of a good segue into the next thing. If you can't find it on YouTube, if you can't find it on YouTube, maybe you can find it on a course. Um, and a lot budget of budget for yourself. So places places that you could go for courses, you Udemy, Udemy, or whatever how you say it. Coursera. Uh, Coursera. Masterclass. Masterclass. Ish. Kind of. Sort that's of. more of a. That's more like a luxury. Masterclass is more like a luxury to kind of fun. I I feel uh thing. It's not. I don't think masterclasses is actionable as you. There's also places like LinkedIn Learning. Um, there's there's a bunch of places where you can go and find where you can go and find courses. 
exactly what you said. People are like, well, there's so many people get paralyzed because there's so many options, right? Understandably so. Obviously. A lot of un- another thing. And unfortunately, at a certain point, you can read as many reviews as you can read as many reviews as there are. But, you know, how honest are reviews, right? I mean, Who diff- knows? difficult to say, right? And um, so I think at, at the end of the day, if you want it, just take the just take the leap, right? I mean, you're just gonna ha- you're just gonna have to take the leap. One of the things that people get caught up on is spending money at all, right? Like spending money at all, and I I get this. It, Matt, no, we we I was I was you know what the only course I've only ever bought, uh, the first online course I bought actually was uh was Noah Kagan the the AppSumo guy? He had a seven dollar course on how to test a business idea and i remember at the time i remember telling you this i was like man like that that was a big step for me because i had such a distrust and this was recent guys this was like a couple years ago this wasn't even that long ago and i bought this course and i remember thinking like i felt like i got taken in it was a good course though and that was the thing is i got so much out of that course it was crazy like it helped it helped me learn how to test a business idea before I spent money on it. And I, I had been so hesitant to ever buy anything because I just like didn't want to feel like I'd been had or like I'd been taken in, you know, like I had to buy something. I couldn't figure it out for myself. But well, not the, only that, but then you, you also think that um, you're getting ripped off. Yeah. Not that you can't learn it yourself, but you just don't want to be ripped off. Right. And it's difficult. It's difficult to the way that people think about it a lot is, is that like they just they don't know if there's value here to be had and they don't want to spend the money and a lot of times money's tight but not only that though it's just the stigma around spending money for something that they think they should be free what's crazy about that is that i paid for college with with less skepticism than i paid for that $7 course right it took me months to decide to spend $7 on that course. That course taught me so much. It was so useful and you you know, you saw you saw that play out in our business. It was an extremely useful thing that taught me how to do something that I needed to know how to do. And it was absolutely it was it was full price. I think it was like 100 bucks and it was definitely it, it was worth that. If I had paid full price for it, it still would have been worth it. But I didn't know. And it's interesting because it's just like um, it's a social it's a it's just social conditioning, right? Because how did I pay way more for a college course where I learned nothing where, you know what I mean? I literally didn't learn anything and it's crazy. Yeah. So that's going to be the second thing is going to be checking on, checking on uh, Udemy, Coursera, um, whatever other, whatever other places have courses, um, looking it up and it could be as simple as, um, Salesforce courses, whatever Salesforce certification developer courses, whatever. And then now worst comes to worst. Now say that you're in an esoteric field and you can't find it on YouTube and you can't find it in a course. The next thing that you're probably going to want to do is you're going to try to find a tutor. Yeah. Like you're going to want to try to find somebody. Coaching. Help. Yeah. Tutor, coaching. And it could be. And I, yeah. That's a good example say, for language. Like uh, like the the JLPT, the, the Japanese language proficiency test. So like if you're trying to pass that test, right, and you've used Rosetta Stone, you've used Babbel, you've used all these things, you've taken courses, you've tried to practice on your own, you've used Pimsleur, and you're like, man, I'm out and you need help. 
hire a tutor. Right. It's going to be worth it. Hire a Japanese coach because that is what you need. That's what you need. You need somebody to help you practice so you can pass that test. Yeah. But it's not, not just language though. It could be anything. Anything. It could be anything. And then, and then also you could do a tutor after you've done the courses, right? So say, say something esoteric like coding, right? And then you're like, man, I took this, I took this coding course and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still not proficient in it. I need to ask questions. And then that's where you, and then that's where you get a tutor. Um, you know what? It's not a tutor, guys. It's a private professor. That's yeah, what it is. Tutor, private professor, coach, however you have to think about it. And um, yeah, you're going to have to spend a little money, probably. Uh, sometimes you might be able to find a coach that's willing, depending on how much coaching you need, that's willing to be gracious and give up some time, um, you know, for free. Um, that happens a lot. You just have to ask, right? You have to be able to fi- find them on LinkedIn or find them on Twitter, tweet at them, DM, whatever. Just ask, right? The worst thing you say is no. I mean, don't be irritating, you know, but... You can be persistent without being irritated. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> if they tell you to stop, that's probably irritating. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's not... This isn't rocket surgery, you know? Like, it's not... It's not. You don't have to, like... You have to be brilliant to, th- to think of these things, but this is how, but this is the type of questions that we get. We really do get these, we get these questions all the time. And also, I'd like to point out too, that the, the tutor thing, it sounds extreme. And I think for people that are, um, don't like to, uh, that don't like to learn by being told things, I think sometimes that's a hard barrier to come across. I have not yet hired a tutor or for anything or a coach for anything. Um, I think that at some point I will f- to learn targeted to learn things that I want to learn, but I haven't crossed that barrier for my own self-education yet. And so I think that that you should really try to probably, unless you really only learn by somebody else, like hands-on teaching you, it's probably a good idea to try to exhaust as much self-education as you can without involving another human because then it's scheduling and it's a little more costly and it it can just be kind of complicated. Yeah. And then this is all to say too that you have to remember the goals here. You have to remember the goal of learning this skill. The goal of learning this skill in many, in many cases, in the context of which we're speaking about it right now, it's usually to fulfill a job requirement on a job, on a job listing. And most job listings, you don't really have to have it down. You have to, you're going to learn all that on the job. Right. If they need you, if they need you to be a master at whatever it is, they probably really just need you to be advanced. Right. You just at least know what the tabs are in the software, at least know what the buttons do. Right. And then whatever, whatever custom coding that they need or whatever custom architecture they need built, you can learn. You're going to learn that. Right. You're you're, going to do it. You're going to be every company different. That's training. You know, they'll train you to do that. Um, so wh- that's all to say that like, if you've got, so you, from last episode, if you've identified five skills that you think that you need to learn and you've chosen five skills and then you're still on skill one, you don't have to be a professor. You don't like, you don't, you don't have to get a PhD in whatever, in, in whatever it is. If the first one is Excel, <laughs> you don't have to be, have a PhD in Excel Professor, before, <laughs> Professor Excel. Yeah, before you go before you go down to the second one. Yeah. Minimum effective dose, right. people. If so, you can if you can use it, you're good. Yeah. So then go down to the second one, go down to the third one, go down to the fourth one, right? And all the while you're you keep rep- applying to these jobs 
after after you've uh, completed each one of these things. Now, moving on, I think the biggest thing is if you're not going to get a tutor, which I don't think a lot of people can afford to get a tutor. And I don't think people, a lot of people when they're first jumping into it, they don't they don't want to make that big of a commitment yet. Plus, you really should kind of wander around in there on your own for a while and figure out what you're trying to do. I think the the factor here is if you're when you're teaching yourself, the key is to give yourself a deadline. Also, help to give yourself a routine. Right. Um, I would add to that you kind of want to give yourself a goal, right? And we talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but I always find that I I learn much more effectively when I'm I have a goal. So if I'm learning, if the goal is to learn HTML and CSS, well, instead of just taking like instead of just making a like a dummy site that like the Mozilla developers have made because there, there are plenty of free resources to learn HTML and CSS. So many. And you can, they'll give you uh, the, the instructionals to follow along um, and do everything. At the beginning, at the beginning, your web page is going to look like this. At the end, it's going to look like this. And then they'll walk you through the stages. I've done, I've, I've done those before. Uh, they're, they're okay, but it never really stuck for me until I built my own website. There's no goal. Right. And so then I built, when I was like, okay, I'm building a website because I need to, I want to make money, right? I want to try to uh, sell things online. And then I was like, oh, okay, got it. Now this this thing makes much more sense. Yeah, because I remember you were like, oh, how do I get the shopping cart to work? How do I, how do I load these things in? How do I get them to display suggested things underneath? Right. And, and what that did, I will say, is that, okay, did it make me an expert in HTML and CSS? No, that definitely not. Did it make you effective though? Um, it made me effective in that, in that I've, I am now proficient enough to know what I don't know and I know where to find the answer for what I don't know, right? Like, so yes, it would probably be quicker if I, had, if I just, if I'd learn it and know it by heart and and if you're going to build websites for a living, then, you know, you should probably know it. Um, but if you're just learning it as a means to an end, kind of how we're doing here, you know, that's probably good enough. And then when you get the job, then you'll, you can learn it. You're like, yeah, you need to know that by heart. Oh, okay. Well, then learn it by heart. I just saw the other day, LinkedIn, uh, if people aren't on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is like... Um uh, professional Facebook and it is very cringe. Like there, the posts on there sometimes it's just, it's a very unique link LinkedIn f- flavor. And I, there's a lot of good aspects to it, but the way that people post on there is just, it's obnoxious. But the other day I did see a post that I thought was funny, which is where somebody had posted that, uh, somebody had applied for one of their jobs and one of the skills he'd listed, he'd listed was Googling and they hired him. And, and, and that to me, I don't know if that's true or not because these posts are just like the most, oh, we should read a couple sometime. They're, they're super funny. But the point of it was that these people realize that the skill that people need now is knowing how to find the answer. Is it? That is a skill, by the way. If you can figure out if, if there's a problem and you can figure out the answer to it, even if you don't know the answer, that's a skill. It's a huge skill. Yeah. It's called problem solving and we all need it. <laughs> Once you have a goal, that's um, if you can get one, that's going to help you to learn much more effectively. And at least there's like a reason, there's like a why to it all. It's not some ethereal thing that you're 
trying to figure out. You're, oh, I'm learning this to get a job. Well, I'm learning this to build a website, right? So that I can get a job. Yeah. Okay. After that, I think it's the next thing that you need is you need a deadline. You got to give yourself a deadline, right? Yeah. Once When I was studying for my Salesforce exam uh, for my admin cert, uh, I found that as soon as I scheduled the exam, I had a much more sense of urgency and I was much more focused because I had to know it by a certain date. I had, I was like, oh, shoot, I better figure this out because I have seven more days. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, what is it? What is that? Parkinson's law or something like that. It's like a, it's not an actual law, but it's like the amount of work inflates uh, to meet the time constraint, basically. So like if you have uh, something that isn't, has an infinite time restraint, the pro- the thing is also always going to inflate. Right. And so it's basically like people are, that's all to say that people are, most people are procrastinators. Yeah. Right. So if it's like I have in a college setting, let's say it's like I have, this is where you see it a lot or, or in a work setting even too. Um, you see it anywhere that people are allowed to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. If you give it a deadline, you're like, oh man, I got to get them. I'm like, Oh, I have a week. I have a week. Whatever. I got six days. I got five days. And you're like the night before. You're like, oh my god, it's got to be in by tomorrow. Man, I'm right. like that. I hate that. And so that's what it means. Like the the amount of work inflates to meet the time to meet the time restraint. And so I think that giving yourself a deadline is huge. And it can be. I suggest that if it's a tight deadline, or even any deadline. You know, putting somewhere that's obvious, right? If you're on, if you're always on your computer screen, writing it on a post-it note and put, putting it on your computer. Screen. I did that. If it's if it's uh, if you look at a calendar every day, you know, put a countdown on your calendar. Cross every the day. days off. Put a countdown on your calendar every day. Just boom, four days till, three days till, and and cross it out, circle it, do whatever you have to do. There are more extreme ways that you could do it too. There's like. Um, you can like bet with your friends. You know what I mean. You can yeah. tell, or you can telling people. I find that telling people um, your goals, and obviously it's got to be a trusted person. But I find that like telling people your goals is a good thing. Uh, this is in, that's interesting because I think I think I disagree with you because I find that if I actually don't, I think it's for different types of people though. I think for you, if you say it out loud, but for me, if I say it out loud, I feel like I almost already did it. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're, we're, we're you we're and I, are very, you and I are very different, right? So like I'm and I have such a you know like I just see things right. that I think right. So if I if I say it, I'm like oh I kind of feel like I did it already, but I didn't. So yeah. it's better for me to actually keep it inside. That's interesting because so so if for people listening like. So if ha- you're a talker, Hannah's shut a, up. Hannah's a talker. I'm a doer. Not that we do. Not that I don't talk, and not that she doesn't do things. And this isn't kind conno- This is not connotative. It's not bad or there's good. No, there's no. There's no. There's nothing bad or nothing good about it. It's more for. It's probably more introvert, extrovert. Actually, is what I think it is. Yeah, it could be. Um, but this is how we. This is how we. Um, we've always said this. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't have to sugarcoat it for anybody. You know what I mean? This is how we talk about it. Yeah. Like you're a talker. I'm a doer. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It just is. Yeah. It just is. So for me, it is a, it's a big deal for me to open my mouth and for me, when I tell somebody, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, like I'm pretty much 99% there. Like I'm probably going to do it. At the point where I tell you, hey, I'm going to do this, like I, 
you can you can take that to the bank. It's it's going to get done. You know. No, that's accurate. On deadlines, you know, then that's that's why that's why for me telling somebody I'm going to do it by this date is huge because it's like now you have to do it. Yeah, like I told this person I'd get it done. I told this person I'd get it done by this date. You know what I mean? That's huge to me. It's like okay, gotta get it done then. Get it done. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is I have to do, get it done. So depending on who you are, uh, different strokes for different folks. Because I read this. Um, I read this the other day. I, I read uh, you know, those little uh, suggested articles, those little clickbaity articles that come up when you open your internet browser. Um. I read one the other day that was like, uh, it's pretty much just said, you know, don't tell people your goals because then you're less likely to do them. And I, and I read it and I, and I, and I realized I was like, whoever that is, is like me. Yeah. Cause I think for some people genuinely, like something about saying that you're going to do something, makes you feel the gratification that you would feel if you'd already done it. And so for me, I've discovered that as a superpower, if I want to, if I actually want to get something done, I should shut up. I should not say a word. And I get more satisfaction too out of telling you I've completed something now because it's it's like, no, I just did it. I just did it. And, and I think that that's very individual and there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just something that I've learned for myself and I think that you've learned for yourself. Yeah. And um, so take that into account. If you find that telling people your goals before you've accomplished them takes away your motivation, then shut up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just using it as a motivational tool. And, I, and it's not like necessarily to get, uh, it's not necessarily to be like a emotion adjuster. It's not to get like an out of, out of boy, out of girl. You know what I mean? It's, it's literally just to, so for me, for me, the reason why I tell people, or if it's important enough, cause I, I don't talk like, you know what I mean? Like I don't tell people like I, majority of my life, I do exactly what you just said. I did this. I do this. You know what I mean? Like but if I need something, it's like, man, I got to learn this stupid thing and I don't really want to do it, you know? And it's like, okay, well, I better tell somebody. And then that way it how I can hold myself accountable. So it gets done. To it. So, that, you know, uh, so yeah, it gets done. Um, interesting, yeah, how people are different. Yeah, uh, very, very interesting. Um, and then the last thing is going to be routine. Now, this one, I am... Um, I also am very, as as a human being, I'm very easily distracted. I get bored extremely easily and I, um, I definitely struggle with focus. And so for me, when I was studying, getting up every day at the same time, eating the same thing, literally eating the same food, taking the same vitamins, drinking the same type of coffee every day doing, you know, uh, doing whatever your morning routine is the same exact way so that you can condition yourself to get into study mode. And I find that especially for people like me who I was only in college for a brief amount of time, so I'm not used to being a student, right? I'm used to self-educating, but I'm not used to being a student and studying for the goal of taking an exam of some kind um, to get a certification of a skill. And so I had to relearn how to do that. And I think though, because I'm an adult now, I actually think that it was really effective in a really short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a routine is. Yeah. Cause you saw it. You saw it up close where I did this. I did the same thing every day while yeah, I was studying. I think a routine is um, very important in it just helps to when you're learning, when you're learning something, especially if it's something that you're not very good at, um, especially if it's something that takes a lot of brain power. You can, there's only so much brain power that you have for the day. There's only like so many decisions that you can make in a day or so much like mental energy that you have for the day. And the, what the routine does is it helps you to stick 
to it and, and save all of that energy for whatever it is that you're learning and whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So you, if you're trying to learn, I don't know, whatever, if you're trying to learn graphic design or a certain type of graphic design, um, or you're trying to learn after effects or whatever. And it's like, what the heck are we talking about? You know what I mean? It's like super difficult and it, you're going to need all the brain power for that task. So instead of worrying about what you're going to eat at the, you know, at the coffee shop down the street, you know what I mean? Like wake up, get, go there. Don't go there. Make yourself coffee, buy, buy the same coffee. Pre-order the same thing. So yeah, it's automatically the, ordered the same thing for you every day. Buy the same croissant or freaking go into your, you know, whatever. If you're, uh, if you're working, especially if you're working multiple jobs while you're trying to attempt this or you have small children, come up with a schedule just for a temporary time. Get a friend, pay a babysitter, you know, call your family, get somebody to help you watch the kids at the same time every day. If you do shift work, see, week. yeah, every week, if you, if you have shift work and your schedule varies, just ask, ask your manager to just schedule you consistently for a, a month, you know, just so you can, so you can schedule your life around studying to, to get done what you're going to get done. And you'll find that when you ask people for help in that way and you say, I'm trying to do this, can you help me? A lot of people are going to be supportive of you. Yeah. And then, and then if not, if, the, if, if they're not supportive, uh, if they can't give you, if they can't give you a, a, a solid schedule, then you have to then you have to commit that on my days off, I'm going to right the routine or after work. The routine can look however it is, right? So it's, if you're like today I'm working the sh the swing shift, and then tomorrow I work the open shift, or then so then the next day I work the graveyard shift, and you're like, saying I'm closing tonight. After every after every shift, if it's a graveyard shift, I'm gonna I'm gonna study for two hours, right? At, before every opening shift, I'm gonna study for two hours, right? It can be as simple as it can be as quote unquote routine as that. Mm -hmm. And it's not killing yourself either if you're not trying to do it in that way. You know, if you're, if it's a, I close, I sleep, you know, I sleep till 11, I get up, I study for 45 minutes and then I work out and then I go to work and then the next day I do the same thing. That's fine. That's fine. It's the consistency and the routine that's going to help you get where you're trying to go. Yeah. And then I think honestly for this one, I think that that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that this is going to be, this is one that's definitely paired best with the last episode that we did is how to pick a valuable skill. But this is actually the question that we get asked the most as far as the skills. Um, when, when looking at a job description, you're like, I don't fit that job description. How do I fit that job description? Like, what are the skills? Like, how do I learn these skills? But first we always have to tell them, well, how do you, how do you pick, how do you pick the skills? How do you identify the skills? So go back and listen to that episode, identify the skills, um, however, however it is, whether that's using a spreadsheet or whether that's writing it down, uh, whatever. Um, then come here, the th two things you gotta learn right off the bat before you do any of this is you, you, you have to learn how to use search engines, right? And then Google, DuckDuckGo, you have to learn which search engines are out there. And we'll try to link to a bunch of search engines in the, in the, so in the show notes. Um, and then the second thing is you're going to have to find out how to find what it is you're looking for, like how to find the answer or how to find what skills to learn or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. how to learn those skills. Mm -hmm. So once you learn those things and once you're able to identify the things that you need to learn, 
And the way that you're going to learn them, you're going to learn them online. You're going to use YouTube as much as possible. You're going to read blog posts as much as possible. You're going to utilize Reddit as much as possible. Facebook groups, just join Facebook groups. You know what I mean? Just join, join, join. Facebook groups are, (laughs) Facebook is dead people, but the groups are not. Yeah. The groups are not. Facebook groups are invaluable. I have found that is the only sign of life other than Facebook marketplace on Facebook. And then, um, if you can't find it, if you, if you've exhausted your free options, now you're looking at courses, right? And there are some free courses. There are, um, but you're looking at places like Udemy, Coursera, um, even like AppSumo has some courses on there as well. They do. Masterclass has courses. LinkedIn Learning has courses. Um, there's a couple Skillshare. of- Skillshare. Yeah, Skillshare has courses. There's a couple of other places and we'll link to them in the show notes um, so that people can find them. Okay, so you go, you go, you take those courses and, you go, and we have to at this point, at this point we have to get over the fact that like, at this point, if you've exhausted your free options, we're probably going to spend some money, right? And now how much money you have to spend, that, that is, depends on you. That is completely up to you. And that is completely out of the scope of this episode. That's it. Don't get, don't get pulled into the uh, college is worth more than these things, because if you need the thing to get a job, it's not. Yeah. And then also, also, um, on the flip side of that is you don't have to price. Isn't always indication of quality. Oftentimes it's a, it's pretty okay barometer. It's, it's okay. But there have been, I mean, we've all, we've all bought something that's been a hundred dollars plus, and it just turns out to be a POS. You know what I mean? And then we've also bought something that's been like $7, $7. And then we've I literally like, I have a freaking I have a belt that I bought literally 15 years ago for like less than $10 that I still wear to this day. You know what I mean? <laughs> he loves that belt. Guys. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's probably one of the best purchases I ever made in my life. Right. I mean, it's, I wear it every, every day. And, um, so price isn't always an indication of, of quality. Um, so don't think that you have to go out and spend the most, spend the most, right? If it's, if it's a $12 course, Hey, maybe, maybe you start there. Maybe you start at the $12 course, see if you can do it That's for, a good least, tactic, for the least amount of money possible. That's a good tactic. And then, and you're like, man, okay, now I got to spring. Like I'm missing, I'm missing. Maybe, maybe that $12 course gets you. 90% there, but you're still missing that 10%. And instead of, but now that you've identified what that 10% is, you didn't have to buy that $100 course that necessarily had all of it in there. You got enough. But then maybe you're able to identify another $12 course that has that 10%. Because that's what I did. I bought that $7 course. And then when I started studying for the admin, I bought a $12 course. And then when I had exhausted the course, I was like, ah, I still need more. Then I bought a $50 course. And that was, that was all I bought. That was all I needed. Yeah. That was enough. And so all I'm saying is you don't have to, you don't have to throw the kitchen sink at it. You don't have to, you don't have to mortgage your house uh, in order to learn these skills. Oh, last thing too. I'm sorry. Before I forget, uh, one tip, one tip that if you're going to take away from this, if you were getting into an industry that you were new in something that you, I really advise everybody to do, and this is really boring make flashcards of the terms and vocabulary that are used in that industry and drill those flashcards until you know what they mean. Because if you go in an interview and somebody uses a buzzword in that industry and you know what it means when you're new to the field, it's going to help you. And that helped me a lot when I was interviewing for Salesforce jobs when I only had 31 days of experience. I had drilled all of the technical terms. So when somebody asked me a question, even if I didn't know what the answer to the question was, at least I knew what they were talking about. And that's huge because no 
knowing the vocabulary is, is half the battle. Yep. Absolutely. It sounds like you know what's going on. Um, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely a good one. And then after, after you've done that, uh, finding a tutor, um, to, to kind of, if you, if you're finally exhausted, biggest things after that, you're going to want to give yourself a goal if you can, right? Why are you learning this? Not all, obviously to get a job, but are you going to, let's, what are you going to do with it? Right. Let's learn how to, if you have to learn how to edit photos or something like that, you know, why don't you edit your own photos instead of editing some other people's photos or whatever, right? And trying to f- build a portfolio for your own uh, photography uh, portfolio. Um, give yourself a deadline, right? Because if you just keep procrastinating, keep procrastinating, that's not, that's not good. So if it's like, if it's an exam, if it's an exam that you have to take, book it in, you know, book it in. Give yourself a date. If you're, if it's, if you're not sure how long, go on Reddit, figure out how, figure out what they say. And if you're like, it, well, I did it in three months, I did it in six months, whatever. And then gauge for yourself. Gauge for yourself. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you want to do it, uh, if you, if you, if you want to bang it out, schedule it in a month. Also, uh, do you take advantage of um, practice tests, practice, practice exams? I find those are really helpful, um, especially for the uh, tech certifications. If they offer a practice exam, take 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 use of it because it's going to help you. After that, just get a routine. You know, help yourself out, help your brain out. Your so your brain doesn't have to think about it, right? Like you wake up and you're just a robot. Yep. Every day. Do the same thing. Yep. It's temporary. Yep. It's some temporary pain for achieving these goals and and hopefully I thought you were gonna say for your for better gain. I yeah. thought you were gonna make a rhyme. No. <laughs> next time. Yeah, next time. All right. All right. Uh thanks guys so much for watching and hanging out with us today. Please like and subscribe. Write a review if you have questions, comments, thoughts, or ideas. We'd love to hear them. And as we've mentioned before, we do have a guide on our website. If you're looking for something that's gonna help you go step by step and figure out how to use um the lessons that we're teaching in these podcasts, check it out. And that may be something that's really gonna help you along the way. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Um if you guys have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, drop us an email, contact at degreefreenetwork.com. We always like to hear you guys' opinion. Um, if you can, leave us a review. It really helps to uh, have other people find us. Give us just as simple as a thumbs up on YouTube, or if you can, give us a five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you get your podcasts. It really helps to get the message out. Um, all right. Until next time, guys. Aloha.